0: Welcome to the Illuminate Business Advisors podcast. This is designed for anyone who hires, trains, leads a team, or all of the above. If you're a business owner or team leader, you're in the right place. If you aren't subscribed to our podcast, please do so at iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Thank you for being here, and we hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Hi, this is Richard Dvorak with Illuminate Business Advisors. Thanks for joining the podcast. Today is the conclusion of my four-part series on the four action modes of conation. And if you've never heard that term, Webster's defines conation as an inclination, such as an instinct, a drive, a wish, or a craving to act purposefully. The way I think about conation, or the way I describe it in layman's terms, is conation gives you insight into how people are likely to take action. How do they instinctively take action? And there's four action modes that are measured in the conative part of the mind. And this was developed by Kathy Colby starting about 40 years ago when she started her work. And Colby Company is the only one that has an assessment that I've seen, that I'm aware of, that measures conation or that part of the mind which tells us how people are likely to take action. So the four action modes are fact finder, follow through, quick start... And then implementer. And the implementer is what I'm gonna talk about today. And the reason that this is important, at least in the work that we do at IBA, is this is the centerpiece tool that we use to help businesses hire the right fit, then to train people effectively and to ultimately improve and drive team engagement. And when you have better team or employee engagement, statistics show you have lower turnover, you have higher efficiency. And usually those things lead to higher productivity. So let's talk about the action mode of implementer. And if you've never seen a Colby A index, which you can take at colby.com, it takes you about 20 or 30 minutes. And what the Colby A index does is it measures cognitive strengths in these four areas. So you have backfinder, follow through, quick start and implementer. To visualize this, it's a nice little one page. Um, it's, the whole assessment isn't one page, but on one page, you get these four action modes. And it's four cylinders, if you want to think about it that way. And the fact finder's red, the follow-through is blue, the quick start is green, and the last one that we're talking about is implementer, it's yellow. So picture this yellow cylinder. And on top, there's a number one. On bottom of the cylinder, there's 10. And you can score anywhere between a 1 through a 10 in all of these action modes. So in the implementer, you can be a 1 through 10. Now, a 1 isn't necessarily better than a 10. Okay, A shorter number is not better than a longer number. They're just different strengths. An implementer is not, is not the way we think about implementer. Like, is this somebody that will get things done? In Colby parlance or in Colby verbiage, an implementer is the methods of handling space and tangibles. So a one through three, let's break these down because a one through three, a four through six, and a seven through ten are lumped together. A one through three is somebody that's likely to envision, okay? So remember, we're dealing with how people handle space intangibles. So this type of person might create visual presentations, capture the essence, conceptualize solution, find intangible methods, uh, sketch ideas, And so this person, when given a a challenge or a problem, is not necessarily going to be the one that builds a physical model. They may be able to envision what it looks like, but they may not be the one to build it, okay? A four through a six is somebody that is likely to restore. So this type of person might renovate structures, fix moving parts, convert space, utilize mechanical equipment, be very good at interpreting signs and body language, reinforcing tangibles. So they're going to take action very differently. I'm a three implementer. It doesn't mean that I don't like to do things with my hands or build things, or it doesn't mean I can't. I just don't necessarily like to. I can envision what I want something to look like, but I'm not the best one to build it. Okay, that's not my intuitive strength. Now, a seven through a 10, somebody that's a seven through 10 in the implementer action mode is likely to protect that's the the overriding word that we use and i'm i'm reading right now to the colby bottom lines book it's a nice little quick you can fit it in your pocket it's a quick reference guide for all the different modes of conation and then the specifics that i'm getting into today so a seven through a ten is likely to protect so this person might build sturdy foundations maximize the use of space tackle tangible solutions provide protection and safeguards, create substantive demonstration, build handcrafted models, erect and install mechanical devices. So I like to think about this as if I was going to have somebody come build my house or do a kitchen remodel, I would like to ideally have somebody with a 7 through a 10 in the implementer because they have a different relationship with space and tangibles than I do. I can envision what I want it to look like, but how we get there and all the different steps, that feels daunting to me. It introduces cognitive stress. Now, why should you care about this? Well, if you were going to hire somebody and the role required them to you know, fix machinery or build things you you would probably not want somebody like me. It doesn't mean I couldn't do it. It's just not my instinctive strengths. If the position that you have doesn't require physical models or handling of equipment, then this strength is not that important. So, you know, most of the people we deal with, they are – um you know, white collar type positions, they might be hiring engineers or technicians. And some of this strength could be very important depending on what they're doing. Are they in the field? Are they just in an office? Are they working with computer models? Are they building? And it's up to you as the employer to figure out what strengths you need. And so the way we use this Colby assessment and everything that we do is before somebody hires, we want to measure the conation of the applicant's. And then we want to compare that to what the employer expects. So what the employer thinks that the specific role that they're hiring for requires. And once we've hired the people, then we want to figure out how to train them best. So somebody that is a you know, a 6 or 7 or 8 or a 9 and a 10, an implementer, they may want to see. You, you can't just tell them how something works. They may want to see it. They may want to see a 3D model. They want to put their hands on it. Not in all cases, but this tends to be how we see this play out in this area. And so it's really important to understand when you're training. And then if you have a team, you want to understand how people process and receive and think about information differently. So somebody that's a a shorter implementer, a one through three is going to approach a problem different than somebody that's a seven through a 10 on the implementer. So if this is interesting to you, you can go back and listen to my other podcast. If you already haven't on the other three modes of conation. But the way you can really get into this is you go to Colby.com or contact us at Illuminate Business Advisors, and we can actually give you the Colby A index. And in 20 or 30 minutes, you can understand your conative strengths. Once you do that, if you find that beneficial, then you can start measuring the people that you lead or the people that are around you in your team. You can use it in hiring. You can use it in training. But the the companies that we do, we have really seen a lot of success in increasing their team unity and team engagement, which ultimately leads to more profitability. So hope you enjoyed the podcast. This was a wrap-up of the four action modes of CoNation. And for more information, you can check us out at illuminateba.com and some of our offerings and products. And if you're not on my podcast or if you're not subscribed, feel free to do so. We're on iTunes and the other major podcasting platforms. If you are subscribed, we'd love to get feedback and leave us a rating. That'll get more traffic to the podcast. And uh, thanks for listening. Hope you have a great day.
0: Thank you for listening to the Illuminate Business Advisors podcast. Please subscribe so you can get updated episodes at iTunes, Stitcher or SoundCloud. If you are already subscribed, please leave us a rating to let us know how we are doing but only if the content was worth a five. If not, please check out our episode library and find one that you would give a five rating. You can find more information about our company at illuminateba.com. Thanks again for listening and here's to your success.